안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. Today, I'd like to talk about youth and students for peace. YSP from True Mother's Anthology, book one. So please read. Youth and students for peace. You were born as part of our second generation, thanks to true parents. You are different from other people of the world. Hence, I am telling you that you must grow up well. The 3,500 young people who have assembled here today must follow true parents and become the personification of their path, the truth they have given, and their love and love. To accomplish this, you must not put yourselves in the position of wanting only to receive. Just as true parents have done, you must practice true love. You must have a heart that gives, gives, and still wants to give and share. You must create such an environment. This responsibility lies ahead of you. This is how, this is how we can achieve a world of harmony. I said you are pure water, didn't I? Clear water, however, must not be stagnant. It must continue to flow and give birth to many new lives wherever it flows. True parents have a dream. Just like God's dream, their dream is not having any muddy, muddy water in sight. Everything must become as clear as water. In other words, all people around the world must attend true parents. The absence of an owner and the resulting discord among the many who desire to take over the empty position of owner are the cause of various types of problems the world faces today. <clears throat> This is why rich power countries are preparing for war in order to gain even more riches. They are producing weapons. On our way to a peaceful united world, weapons are unnecessary. There is a Bible verse that says that spears and swords will be melted to make farming tools, to make plows and plowshares. Yet, nations are wasting money on unnecessary things like wars. The earth is now in great pain. Desertification is afflicting not only China, but also the United States. With the ice cap melting at the North Pole, the sea level is rising. This will destroy the ecosystem. Human disorderliness has resulted in many kinds of destruction to the natural ecosystems, contaminating even the oceans. As a result, the coral reefs, which are essential to the sea, are also dying. When we think of all these points, can we just stand still? Please have dreams. I will master a field in which true parents desire me to work. I will become a great scholar. I will become a famous person. Please have dreams of that type. I sincerely hope you become Sangwa students who achieve true parents' dreams. Thank you. To the mother said, 
young people must follow the true parents and become the uh, personification of their past, the truths they have given, and their love and life. To accomplish this, you must not put yourself in the position of the wanting only to receive. Just as true parents have done, you must practice true love. You must have a heart that gives and gives and still wants to give and share. You must create such an environment. True mother said that if you want to become a young person who practices true love, you need to have a heart that gives and gives and still wants to give and share. This is really, for me, this point is very important. I believe that you can become a master wherever you go. If you just practice this principle of the giving that true parents taught, we can build a foundation for witnessing and a pastoral ministry and life of faith in, in no time if you give first. When I learned this principle of giving and giving and giving, my life was completely changed. I'm so grateful, even though this very simple principle, whenever giving something, I always can get spiritual strength and power. Sometimes I feel so tired and exhausted, then this is the sign, no more battery. That means I need to give away. Not just only materials, my heart, my emotion, you know, my mind. Let's try to serving, try to giving for others. Then immediately I can get back my, my battery. Wow, this is an amazing universal principle. That's why wherever I go, I have confidence. I can settle down. Why? I know, since I know this principle, giving and giving and giving. And immediately settle down any situation. My heart becomes very peaceful. I know how to get energy and power from the heaven. What's the principle? Giving and giving and giving. Truly giving, giving my heart, giving my heart, mind, giving my devotion, and then really serving. I try to deny myself that always God intervened me. That's why I feel, I feel wherever I go, go to even Siberia and any place in Africa, any place. I have confidence. I can settle down in any place as long as I, I, I use this principle of giving. Giving principle is really incredible, amazing. Why are you so tired? Because you do not give. You know, why give up on the way? Because just want to live for your own sake. However, according to universal principle, giving and giving and giving, and completely forgetting what I have given, and still want to give more. I really love this principle of giving. I really love it. Since I understood this principle, I tell you, I had 
life-changing experience from young time. So when I apply this principle in my own ministry, everywhere I feel so much promising, so much hope, and so much power to go forward, my brothers and sisters. Yeah? So uh, do not uh, try to receive love first, the mother said. Give love first, and love will be created. But if we try to reach, just only try to receive first, your desire has no limit. Therefore, we should not ask for love and grace from anyone, but create it ourselves. To do that, we give and forget, and give and forget. Still try to want to give more in very beautiful principle. Living divine principle. And then, then I, once again, I'm going to talk about the process of creation of the universe. Was it created or did it evolve? So please read. Section five, the process of the creation of the universe and its growing period. The process of the creation of the universe. According to the account of the creation of the universe in Genesis chapter one, amidst the primordial state of chaos, void, and darkness, God created light. God next separated the waters below the firmament from the waters above it. He then divided the land from the ocean, created plants, fish, birds, mammals, and so on, and finally, made humankind. All this took a period of six days. From this account, we can surmise that the process of creating the universe took some period of time represented by six days. Considering that the account of the creation of the universe recorded in the Bible nearly coincides with the findings of modern scientific research, we are reassured that this biblical record must be a revelation from God. The universe did not suddenly spring forth complete without regard to the flow of time. In fact, its origin and development took an enormous length of time. Hence, the biblical period of six days for the completion of the universe is not to be reckoned by the number of literal sunrises and sunsets. It symbolizes six ordered periods of time in the creation process. Yes, based on this uh, EDP content, let's study Father's Word. Father's Word is already very much practical and very much interesting. Let's study. We should undergo the process of love in order to develop and propagate. Nowadays, people say people are the outcome of the evolution of monkeys. These crazy people should be struck by lightning. I'll ask you a question. In the development of an amoeba, did the male start developing by itself or did it reciprocate with the female and develop? Answer me. Did the male, a limp male, develop by itself? In order to develop from a low life form, the male and female have to go through the process of love. If not, then you cannot develop. Do you disregard this matter? They say it is the same centering on the form and structure. 
Can a monkey become a man because the bones of man and monkeys are the same? Stupid people. They should be struck by lightning. Oh, my goodness. Okay. The distinction between species is strict. No one has the authority to horizontally occupy the different species which have passed through the gate of love. Even God cannot do so. There are 107 chemical elements, right? Among the chemical elements, if you try to combine one element with another different element, if it doesn't match, even if God would try to combine them, it wouldn't mix. No matter how much you put it in a test tube, would it work? No matter what you do, it would not combine. It cannot be done horizontally. The classification of species is very strict because it is absolute. They claim absolute value and they can propose before God, the presiding being of lover over heaven and earth. All beings seek the love of God. Plants eat minerals and animals eat plants all in order to go here. By going to a high place, by going close to people, they pursue to reach a nerve cell which God can love. This is the ideal. Do you understand this? Yes. Everything endeavors to find God's love. People, too, have to sacrifice for God's love. The power of love seeks to sacrifice, right? When love repeatedly develops, it can go until God's love. Therefore, the couple with such a concept of love is the treasure of the universe. Thus, all of the universe, heaven and earth, people, and all creation has to protect this. But Satan broke this down. The concept of love comes first. God created all beings in peers. When God created man and woman, what did God create centering on? He created centering on the concept of love. That is why the concept of love comes first. Because there is love first. When man tries to become one with love, he has to be together with woman. It is the same when woman becomes one with a man, then she can have love. God created man and woman because God created the principle that unity is possible only through love. Nothing but love can unite a man and woman. Money, power, and knowledge cannot. Thank you. Was it created or did it evolve? The, cla- uh, the class, uh, classification of God's uh, species is very, very strict. Monkey is a monkey. Man is a man. Tiger is a tiger. The species is very strict, very clear. You know, the power of God's true love is that output is greater than input. We need to know that. We need to know the, what the principle of true love Principle of true love is what? Output much, much greater than input. But according to, you know, evolution is something not like that. God 
what creation is persistent. So evolution did not explain clearly, you know, persistent man and woman and male and female. How do they explain about can man can become woman? Woman can become a man, and that they have you know according to evolution have that kind of process. Nonsense. There is no concept of love and sacrifice in evolution. In evolution, right? True love always require sacrifice. Beautiful. Evolution cannot explain the attribute of the true love, right? Cannot explain. True love is giving and giving and sacrificing and sacrificing and invest and then still want to give more. There is nothing to give and still shedding tears. How can you explain about that? The character of the love. A man cannot evolve into a woman. And a woman cannot evolve into a man. This is an eternal God's pair system. Without pair system, how to create and how to, how to multiply the descendants cannot reproduce anything. Therefore, the theory of evolution is completely wrong. Garbage theory. Completely wrong. That's why if you believe in believing about uh, evolution, then your concept of the, about the, your moral standard, what will happen? Can you imagine about that? It is really important to know God's creation. It is really important to know not just only God. God is our Father. I am children of God. This is very important. That's why divine principle mentioned very clearly. Was it created or did it evolve? Today's youth ministry, what kind of person is reborn? Let's study. What kind of person is reborn? We, Unification Church members, should clear up our own sins, ancestral sins, and lineage sins after coming into the church, but we see members who can't do so and stop in the middle. Why do church members get tired on the way and stay in the same place? It means that I have not truly been reborn after all, after entering the church. So what kind of person is a reborn human being? In a word, a person who is born again is a person who can take on the sorrows of God. Now is the time to take on the sorrows of God and true parents. It is time to realize how grievous and sorrowful God is because of the fall of man. We need to know the sorrow that God was expelled from this earth, the Garden of Eden, from Satan, due to the fall of Adam and Eve. Why do, ch do church members get tired on the way and stay in the same place? This is because in the end, they could not have the experience of being born again. You know, to experience being born again, you must first regard the world as your life. 
God's word is your lifeline. Most important thing. You know, you have to know the taste of the God's word through the word and experience of resurrection through the word. We have to always yearn for the word and live yeah, immersed in it. Very important point, you know. How can I have a first uh, experience of resurrection through the word? Because God's word is God's love, right? That's why you really always long for God's word. When you truly long God's word, and then you can realize that God's word is God's, God's, word is God's love. And then when you God's word touch your spirit mind, Many of them have incredible experience and tears and tears and tears and tears. And entire life change. Experience of the right, being born again. Secondly, you have to have experience being loved through your able, whom you love. Only to those who have been loved can keep Love. This is very important, my brothers and sisters. When you were young, of course, we are giving and giving, but formation stage, you need to receive enough love from your own physical father and mother, you from your own physical brothers and sisters. You know, formation stage need to receive enough love and growing very well. One who receives uh, enough love from parents and from the neighbor and from the people, and this guy, this boy and this girl, will surely know how to give back love. Without experiencing to receive love, don't know how to give love. That's a formation state. You need to have experience. You need to meet good father and mother, your physical father, good father and mother in the church. You need to meet good able and need to experience of the reverse. I really thankful to Reverend Yohan Lee. To be frank with you, I love him more, my, more than my own father and mother. I had really incredible experience of rebirth because of his love, because of his work. He's showing such great exemplary life. Really heart-touching experience. That's why, who is a lucky guy? Number one, you need to meet good physical parents. You are not. You are lucky guy. Lucky one. Secondly, in the school, you need to meet really great teacher. Of course, these days, not easy to find that kind of teacher just only selling the knowledge, you know, and then you just do homework and then finish. However, for me, I had incredible experience through my teachers when I elementary school and middle school and high school. Wow. And then at the church, you need to meet incredible able, loving you, always loving you, caring you, like real parents. And through that, you can have incredible experience of the rebirth. Third, you need to have experience of raising Cain from Abel's position. 
while raising Cain, you must weep a lot because of Cain and experience God's heart. So, through the, these experiences, especially when you're witnessing and then take care of Cain, sometimes, you know, Cain cheat you, run away, and all kind of the situation, but still without giving up, loving him and keeping him and take care of him, and then you start to feel God's heart is like that. Through restoration of Cain, you can have experience of the revival. Through these kind of experiences, you become increasingly aware of the circumstances and sorrow of God and true parents and try to take responsibility. A person who is born again is, you know what, a person finally who can take on the sorrows of God. Now is the time to take on the sorrows, sorrows of God and true parents. If the sorrow of God and true parents always arise in your heart, then you are truly born again. And have already become a mature person by becoming filial sons or, or daughter. How about, I'm saying, can you arise in your heart all the time? God's sorrow, like our true parents? Can you have that kind of experience arising in your heart whenever you think about true parents? They are sorrowful heart, and then naturally your tears come down, never stopping, every moment, anytime. You can have that kind of heart always arising in your heart, God's sorrowful heart, and true parents' sorrowful heart, and Father said, you are truly, truly, you are the being of the reborn. Very important, my brothers and sisters. Next. True parents' sorrow is that God's will has not yet been accomplished on this earth. We need to know that true parents are people with great sorrow. As true father went along the way of the will, he had no time to think about himself or his family. He had to abandon his parents, and he had to abandon his family, too. Nevertheless, true father shed tears until now for the will of God and for poor humankind. That is why we, who follow true parents, must feel something well up from within our hearts, so what should well up from our hearts? It is God's sorrow. It is tears for poor heaven. Do you have such a sad heart for God and true parents? If not, it is evidence that we have not yet experienced a true rebirth. Wow, this kind of the word really st stimulate me. And also, I need to really reflect on that. True father took responsibility for God's sorrows, harm, wishes, and shed blood, sweat, and tears for the rest of his life. The important thing is the course of the following true parents and God's will is that you have to fill something well up. You need to well up. You need to well up 
from within your heart without realizing it. That should be God's sorrow, God's bitter heart. It is a tears for poor heavenly parents. If I do not always feel God's sorrow in my heart, I am not yet a born-again person. How can a person who knows God's sorrow get tired on the way? Do you have such a sorrowful heart for God and true parents? If not, it is a proof, proof that we have not yet experienced our true reverse. When you think about God's will and true parents, tears that you cannot control yourself must flow from your eyes. Very deep content, deep sorrow. That kind of the person we call filial son and filial daughters. Filial son and daughters always that kind of the experience always well up from within their heart regarding God's sorrowful heart. Next. Listening to the testimonies of those who have had spiritual communication with heaven, there is one thing in common. People who do spiritual works face heaven purely at first, and most of them experience two kinds of sadness when doing spiritual work. First, they feel God's sorrow, and after that, they feel human beings' sorrow. However, the spiritual works of spiritual people who have such an experience often stop after three or seven years because as their character and nature are mixed with them over time, they cannot fully perform the spiritual work of heaven. If spiritual people do not overcome their humanity, their spiritual work will come to an end. When anyone can communicate with the spirit world, their self-centeredness becomes greater and heaven can no longer cooperate. The Holy Spirit will guide you if you completely deny yourself, overcome your individuality, and have a heart that can reach heaven purely, but we cannot. This is the limitation of spiritual people. Yes. As we grow well spiritually and in stages, we do not know when we reach the stage of experiencing God's sorrow. However, along the way, it can be very dangerous if we experience the spirit world due to some spiritual phenomena. If you have a spiritual experience without spiritual growth and not being able to control the spirit wall, you are usually under the control of evil spirit. When an immature person has a spiritual experience, they can become a very arrogant and fall into self-centeredness. Anyone make anyone about you know connect with the spiritual world directly. You see what's the what what's that about the ending? Every phenomenon I never heard that turn out as a good result. That's why do not rely on the spiritualist. 
you need to grow up step by step. Formation stage, growth stage, finally completion stage. And we get to know that God's experience, God's experience, uh, the experience of God's sorrow. Next. As a result, those who engage in spiritual exchanges are taken over by the spirit world and are easy to go astray. It would be good for people to experience God's sorrow through spiritual works and return to the earthly world to share it with people who do not know God's sorrow. But most of them get dominated by the spirit world. When we see true father, he is the one who always gives orders to the spirit world and makes them run errands. Fallen humans are under the control of most of the spirit world. Many spiritual people like to be in contact with the spirit world, so it becomes a hobby and later a habit. Many spiritual people sell their father's name to gain power and subdue other people. The problem is that when they come into contact with the spirit world, they should get to know God and true parents' sad circumstances and the world of their hearts and develop gradually. But most of them will be used by the spirit world. So we must grow spiritually and become those who can take responsibility for even God's sorrow. So you must be a person who can always spread God's sorrow to those around you. And since I know God, since I know the divine principle, since I met Reverend Yohani, since I met through fathers, through parents, and receiving guidance, my ultimate goal is Heavenly Father, wherever I go, how can I come convey your heart? How can I introduce your reality, your sorrowful heart? Many people do not know. Many people just say that gratitude, 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 positive thinking, just happiness, why you are so sad. You know, life is very much enjoyed. But what I learned from the Father, God's reality, God's sorrowful heart. That's why we need to reach it and understand that. We have to be responsible his sorrow and to parent sorrow. That is our portion of responsibility as a filial sons and daughters. The final slide. In our church, there is not just a problem with spiritual people. There are many members who do not attend worship or stay away from the church because they lost motivation after joining the church and doing activities and become engrossed in their own worries and concerns. Now, we need to worry more about the will of God and true parents than our own worries. But many people are more engrossed in their circumstances than in heavens. As a result, they cannot be resurrected. In other words, it is impossible to lay the foundation of substance beyond the foundation of faith. Yes, thank you, Heavenly Honey. In order to take on God's sorrow, 
we need to practice bearing the crosses of others beyond our own personal cross. That is salvation, which is witnessing. And at the church, you also must take on the heavy responsibility of your able and try to solve it, try to help him to reduce his burden. You have to grow in faith like this and eventually go to the stage of knowing God's circumstances and taking responsibility for God's sorrow. Many people end up wasting their time while being dominated by their own worries and crosses. However, what we need to know is that when we take on the crosses of others, worry about crosses of heavenly parents and true parents, and take responsibility for their sorrows, finally, at the end, we can inherit God's heart. Thank you very much. And uh, today, yeah, today our living testimony, I think what I know the someone, uh, I think uh, our MC can introduce. Here again, Dr. Young, I think what a powerful message today. I think many of us took many key words to uh, transform our lives and others' lives. And for our living testimony, I'm very happy to introduce Zenas Rush. Um, there's a lot I could say about this brother. Uh, he has served several years as a youth pastor, or the youth pastor in, in uh, Virginia, and is Desiree Contreras' spiritual father, who shared yesterday. Um, as I mentioned yesterday, he is someone, I can say, puts his whole heart and mind and spirit into raising up youth. And um, I know I was first drawn to him because of his ingenuity and genius um, when it comes to that. So with that, let's welcome up Mr. Zenas Rush. And also Miran's uh, disciple. <laughs> yes, he is my second disciple. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. I am Zenas Rush, the person of myth that everyone keeps talking about. <laughs> and uh, this is the story on how I became a spiritual father. <laughs> so... Uh, I preface this by by saying that, that that this has been an incredibly interesting and fulfilling journey because I do not have any or I did not have any formal witnessing training prior. Um, yeah, so uh, keep that in mind. So I so I work at Starbucks and I still work at Starbucks and how I. How I met the kid who would become my spiritual daughter is that uh, she she transferred into my store from some other place. And eventually we became friends, you know, because our workplace environment is very open and friendly with each other. Starbucks is very unique in that sense. Um, and and so, you know, just on uh, some one occasion, we decided we were going to go hang out and, and watch a movie. Right. And before and like we had like an, about like a what was it 30 minutes, an hour ish before um, we were just talking, you know, and eventually the topic of religion came up. And and so I was like, oh, OK. And 
And eventually uh, I got into explaining that I myself am a communicationist and she was like, Ooh, what is that? You know? And so, you know, I explain everything. And then we talk about that for like basically until before we have to actually leave to go uh, see the movie. And, and so I didn't know how interested that she would become in this because because uh, I find out like the next day at work that she spent the whole night like on, on Google, like reading a bunch of articles, watching a lot of videos and like, what is the unification church? And usually that spells disaster for anyone who does that. But this kid was like, ooh, okay, there's probably some more to this. Like, she looked past all the garbage, you know, that the media usually portrays us in, right? And and I was, tell, I was telling my mom this, and she, and she was like, it's like, this, it was like, ooh, this, this girl is very prepared, dude. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so he just kind of, like, spoke to me in, in that particular moment that, like, you know, I have to keep, I have to keep doing this. I have to keep witnessing, you know, cause if she's, you know, this interested and at this point learning a whole lot, you know, cause, cause at this point it's about a week or so that we're, t- that we're talking and, and I come to the conclusion that, you know, I have to keep doing this cause who am I to say no. Right. Cause I'm, I was just someone who just basically just appeared into her life and she appeared into my life, you know, and yeah. So in that point on, it became very, you know, commonplace that we would, we would hang out regularly. Uh, we explained divine principle to her, learning more about her, uh, introducing her to carp very early on and taking her to thrive and such. And, you know, also uh, letting her hang out with my parents and such. And, at that point, you know, it, 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 it kind of just became like a done deal. <laughs> I, it was about like, um, I think it was about like in like towards the end of May. Cause we met in April that she decided like, like, Ooh, yeah, I, I, I love this. I want to do this. You know, I'll keep doing this, you know, and, and that kind of, you know, ignited a, like a, a flame in me. Um, Cause at that point, I was at the lowest point that I had ever been in my life. A lot of, a lot of things that happened to me uh, that made me question a lot of things, even question my own faith. Um, but you know, get it's interesting because getting a, you know, attaining a spiritual child, you know, it's like, I assume it's like having a real child, you know, because you kind of just forget about some of your pains, you know, and you just focus on giving life to your child, right? And, you know, and that's kind of the, and that's the experience that I've had for uh, basically until up in this point, you know, and in a way, I would say that in a way, I would say that she saved me too. You know, we like to think that, you know, we always be, we always be saving, you know, people from the, you know, from the fallen world and such, but, you know, in my in my circumstance, she also saved me because, because, because yeah, what, what I was going through 
before like yeah i didn't i don't know if i could you know get myself out of that rut but yeah <laughs> sorry folks but yeah it's uh it's about a year now uh since since all that happened uh she's desiree she's amazing uh she's living at the carp house now trying to go to ocean challenge is going to gpa you know so i'm a very happy dad can't really ask for much more um except more kids which uh you know I, i'm working on that you know i've determined myself and fully committed to the uh carp lifestyle and my mom and i are working on developing carp in virginia but um yeah all in all that's that's the story of how how desiree Contreras became my spiritual daughter and uh yeah she did mention yesterday that that uh my birthday was was uh yesterday and i always do reflect a lot on my birthdays you know like you know what has god given me what have uh, what have what have i yet to give you know what have i received you know and and I came to a very, it came to the conclusion that, that, my, that my daughter is the greatest gift that I've received so far. And that's something that I will hold on to. You know, I'll hold on to that sentiment for basically until the end of time, you know. Incredible. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Janice. Wow, you're really touching, really heart touching testimony. You just now say that not just only you save your spiritual child, your spiritual child save you. Yes, witnessing is something like that. Actually, we are trying to save the Cain, but actually, Cain saved me and understand more God, understand more people. Thank you so much, Janas uh, Rashi. I hope you can multiply more. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you. Kamsamida. Thank you.